Hi, and welcome to Simply Happy Conversations. I'm Narelle King, and in today's solo episode, I'll be sharing tips to help you prepare for a move or for moving day. If you're wanting to make this process as easy as possible, because it can be really stressful, then this episode is for you. Welcome to Simply Happy Conversations. I'm Narelle King, wellness and organizational coach and yin and nidra yoga instructor. This podcast will help you create more time using organizational strategies so that you can start to simplify your life and prioritize your health. I'll be sharing conversations with other health and organizational experts and solo episodes with tips to help you simplify your life and prioritize your health. Thanks for joining me for today's solo episode about preparing to move house and moving day. So I'll break it up into two parts. I'll talk about first some steps to think about before the moving day and then things to think about on moving day. So I have just helped a client move and I thought, well, this is probably a good chance while it's all fresh in my mind to talk about preparing for moving days. When we're leading up to the moving day, we actually need a timeline. So we need to prepare back from that actual date that we have, the day that we need to move out from our property and move into the new place. And we need to add everything that needs to be done with that end date and how long it may take for you to actually do these um, particular things. I like to have this as a working document. So if I'm helping a family to prepare for a move or an individual, I will actually do this in a Google Doc and so that we can share it and see the steps and also then tick off when we've done that particular part. It's also got a column so it's got who's actioning that particular item. But it just gives that visibility between myself and the client and anybody else that we need to share the actual file with. Maybe it's family or friends that are going to help on the moving day and at least then they've all got their idea of what's happening and everyone's across everything. Once we've got the timeline then we can start to pre-book things in. So pre-book the removal list is probably the number one. That's actually probably going to determine the moving day because the last client, they actually had a week after they moved to go back to the house, to clean the house. They actually had two moving days, one to move the shed as well. And it just gave time between that you know actual official day and when they actually had to vacate the property so you might be lucky enough to have that it just depends on timing like removalists are really difficult people to book in and this was like a month out booking and we did not have a choice of days there was literally one day we could choose from and that was the day we booked it in so just be really mindful that that's probably if you are going to get removalists that you need to book them in in advance If you're going to do it yourself, you're going to have to be prepared to have a trailer or something to move the furniture. You may need a skip thinking about things that you might need to get rid of. There might be old couches. There might be old mattresses. The other thing is for us where we live, we have an actual mattress removal place that will come and collect the mattress, but you need to book that in again. You might have hard rubbish in your area that you can book in and they can come and collect those things. So being mindful of how can we get that as close to our moving day as possible. There might be documents that you need to have removed. Maybe you've got a whole lot of documents in your shed and they've just been sitting out there and you actually know that you want to get rid of them. So there might be too many to be taking in your car to a place. So you actually get them to come to your house and they'll wheel in their locked wheelie bin and they'll then remove all the documents for you. 
Maybe you need a storage unit before you actually have your new home being able to move straight into. And another great service, which I've heard all about, I haven't used them myself because they're not in my local area, is Taxi Box. So the actual Taxi Box gets delivered to your home. You fill it up and then on the day that they come, they take the Taxi Box away and they can come and actually help you fit everything in if you also want to, but otherwise they leave it there in a spot close to your home, close to the driveway, and you fill it up and then they take it away and it goes into a storage unit that you can access anytime and you can go online and do it. And it can be then actually picked up that box and taken to where you're going to live as well. So that's a great advantage of Taxi Box. Otherwise, you have your storage units that you can go to and it's like the roller door and it's, it stays right where it is where you put it. So there's two those two options that you may need in between. You may have items that you need to sell or give away. So just being mindful of the time it may take to sell those items and like couches or it's maybe furniture and you don't want to be last minute rushing and then also having just to give it away because you can't get rid of it and you haven't given yourself enough enough of a gap. It's already stressful enough without adding that extra thing of people trying to communicate with you to come and collect things. The other option is obviously free on um, Facebook Marketplace, or it could be just to a opportunity shop that you can drop them at. Things like electricals aren't always things that op shops will take because unless they test and tag. So you may have to look at a, a recycle place that will actually take those. Also thinking about boxes, the boxes you're going to need to pack all your items on. So for me, I always go straight to Facebook Marketplace to get recycled boxes from other people that are moving. I'm happy to pay for those boxes and go and pick them up. So that's a great thing to do rather than having to go and buy them brand new. Or if you do buy them brand new, it's something to think about is that you can, if you keep them in great condition, you can actually then resell them on Facebook Marketplace or some other marketplace online. Thinking about the cleaning and your vacate clean, so whether you're going to do it yourself or whether you're going to book that in and making sure that you have enough time between the moving and coming back, just thinking about your energy levels. You're, you're already going to be exhausted, so maybe that's the one thing that you want to outsource because you know you're going to be tired. Maybe you've got to go back to work the next day. So it might be something that you think about getting someone else in. And another thing about those boxes is that you could also use the eco tubs. And I've used that with a family recently that moved. The big plastic boxes, they deliver them to your home. You use them to pack all your items in. They're really, really sturdy. They stack nicely on each other because they come in sort of three different sizes. And then the best part about it that I loved as a professional organizer was when we got them to the new home, you're more encouraged to actually unpack them straight away because they're going to collect them in, say, a week's time from you. So there's no putting those boxes straight in your garage and leaving them there for five years until the next move. You're more inclined then to unpack everything because you need to give them back 
to the um, eco box company that comes in and collects it. So I really, really recommend those looking at that. And also if you need that extra accountability, if you don't have that luxury of time and there's a lot of stuff that you need to declutter, it's definitely not going to be the option for you. You'll be then looking at boxes, just your cardboard boxes. Fixing items in the home as well might need time. So you maybe you've got some light fittings that are broken or maybe it's the windows, all of those things that you need to fix before you vacate the home. So you need to make sure that you have enough time to allow someone to come in and actually repair, make those repairs so that you can get maybe a bond back if it's a bond or getting it ready for sale. Disconnection and reconnection. So just thinking about your water, gas, electricity, internet, all of those things and trying to line them up on one day to be able to move into the next property. Maybe you have a day between the two, getting the new property and the other property leaving the other properties so you can actually start to move a few things over as well using your car or friend's car. So number three is if you have children or pets is thinking about who's going to look after those people and those pets on the day or on the moving day and what the logistics are around those. Maybe there's someone in your family who'd like to actually help out and look after either of those. But pets, I think, is one of the ones that we sort of forget about. And then when it comes to moving day, it's like, oh no, what about the dog? What are we going to do with the dog or the cats? So lining that up in advance is a great idea. Number four is thinking about items that you're not going to use in the next couple of weeks that you could potentially pack up early. So what can you live without? Like it might be, you know, decorations like paintings on the wall. Um, There might be extra sets of toys and books and dinner set. Maybe the kids haven't been playing with their toys very much, so you could pack those all up. I mean, also, if you're thinking about selling your house, this is something that you're going to be doing anyway, because you need to make it look less cluttered and livable and so that people can imagine themselves living in your property. Christmas, maybe if it's not leading up to Christmas, you can pack away those things. Um, Maybe there's serving dishes in one area, cookbooks, books in just general. So anything you know that you're not going to be using, maybe it's like if you're moving in summer season, you might be able to pack up all the winter clothes as well that you have. So just looking around the house and going around and going, okay, what can we start to pack up even at least a month, a couple of weeks earlier? Number five is packing up with unpacking in mind. So you want to try to avoid miscellaneous labels on boxes. Ideally, you want to be able to pack the boxes with the things that are similar and the same category. There is nothing worse than unpacking boxes and then you've got to actually work out where the things are going. Like things might be for a bedroom, a toy room. We don't want to have to be swiping a table that's just got clutter on it and placing it in a box. There's nothing worse than trying to unpack those miscellaneous boxes. Also think about when you're packing is using your linen as extra padding. So you can always go out and get your bubble wrap and newspaper, but to save on money and also time, and I think it just provides that extra cushioning, is think about using your linen. So even saving your linen cupboard until last to pack up, so you can actually use that throughout the packing process. Number six, so think about taking photos or videos of things you need to undo. So this is like cots, maybe beds, 
bunks, and this is something that we did today, is taking photos of uh, the beds so that we knew how to put it back together when we moved it from one room to the next. Another one might be stereos or TVs. Make sure that you tape all the bolts to the actual items. So today we were trying to put then a bunk back together and we couldn't find the bolts. So we've got the bunks but now we have to solve that problem of finding the bolts. I would, when I take things down, I normally put it in a Ziploc bag, write on the actual bag what it is the items are, and then try to sticky tape it to the actual item. Number seven is making sure you have a basics or the final box for you to take with you. Things like your toiletries, charges, medication, making sure the medication is all together and taken at the one time by maybe one particular person, not the removalist, TV remotes, pillows, the keys from both properties, some pet food, maybe a container to actually give the the pet some water. Another thing, maybe even just taking a basic like a cup if it's like you need you want a cup of tea when you arrive maybe it's taking a cup a cup and a couple of knives and forks and spoons just a few so you've got something i highly recommend having paper plates and paper bowls on that few days before so that you've got things to eat from and you're not having to worry about having a dinner set out. You might be looking at takeaway and what you're going to eat over that week so that you're not having to worry about cooking. There's nothing worse than trying to cook while you're trying to pack up everything as well. So number eight would be measuring the space and working out the layout, creating like a map And I have done with um, past clients is that we've color coded the room. So there's been a color on the door and then there's been the same color on the map, but there's also been the tape that we've used on the actual packing box is that same color. So it can have a label of, I'm just giving an example, my bedroom. It might be uh, blue tape that goes across for bedroom and it might have on it clothes written on the box. So you've got a rough idea and you can just see, but it makes it so much easier for the removalist to take it straight to that room. Otherwise, you'll end up with one room with all the boxes, which is fine if you've got enough space, but if you'd prefer to have them already moved to the room for you, I really recommend color coding each room and space and also color coding the boxes because if they do place them all in a room it's quick for you to see and go oh there's a green box that's the lounge room there's a pink box that's so-and-so's bedroom and you can easily get it out from the stack of boxes that are going to be maybe delivered at your house choosing maybe one color per room I know at Bunnings here in Australia we have colored tape and they come in those different colors And they actually even have on them bedroom, bathroom. So you could use those and get a few extra colors if you've got other rooms or multiple people in the house. Another thing is getting a number 10 is getting masking tape and writing on the masking tape on the cupboards, say in the kitchen or the laundry or the linen, where you want things. So it might be your mugs you want in this high cupboard here, glasses you'd like above. 
if you're having other people come in to help you. It makes it easy for the other people to know where to put it. And it means they're not asking you, what about this? Where would you like this? You're already going to be have a lot on your plate on the move day. So reduce the stress and people asking questions by having some labels marked out of where you'd like some of your things. It also might make it easy for you because you've done that thinking earlier, maybe a day earlier, and you've labeled it. And then when you come to that day, you're not having to think about where did I say I was going to put that? You've got it there already for yourself. So let's move into moving day. So moving day arrives and we have a lot to do that day. Usually it's around the morning time that I find that most, you know, removalists will come and it may take them a couple of hours to jigsaw all the pieces, the boxes and the furniture into the truck. Now I've done a few moves and they don't all do the same. So I can't say majority will put the furniture in and then the boxes, but that's not always the case. Sometimes it's self put the boxes in and then the furniture. Ideally, we'd like the boxes in first so then the furniture can come out, that gets put into the rooms and then the boxes come out last. But I can't say that that's always going to be happening. You need to make sure that you're directing, at least someone is there directing the boxes to the right rooms using the color code. And if you haven't had time to color code, then at least someone allocating where you would like the boxes to go to. You may have too many boxes and you don't want them all to go to those uh, rooms. So it may be just a spare space, a garage, an extra lounge that you're able to then just put the boxes. The next thing you need to think about is how you're going to unpack. Are you going to unpack room by room, box by box, or are you going to do categories like clothes or books or toys? So work out which way. I really like doing room by room and doing box by box. So generally I would do the kitchen first because that's the most important room that the next day you've at least got that space set up. You can have breakfast, you can have something to eat maybe later that night. I also then like to help get the bedroom made up, the bedrooms if there's several bedrooms and a bed made so that they can at least go to bed and sleep that night because they're going to be so exhausted. Then I would move on to the next things that's, that's maybe like it could be their linen or it could be their laundry and just moving from room to room I find is the easiest way. Things like books, they don't need to be, they're probably my last thing because that's more like a decoration Think about taking people up on help, even if it's just to drop off a meal or maybe some lunch or walk the dog or have the dog for the day or a cat or even a fish or have the kids for a couple of hours. All of this is going to help. If they're willing to help you unpack, that's even better. It really does help. More hands make light work is for sure the best thing about moving. When people can come together and can support you as a community, it makes things so much easier and less stressful. Think about saving your boxes because you can either sell them or give them away on Facebook Marketplace after your moving day. There's no first prize for the fastest unpack. So take care of yourself. Think about your energy levels. Maybe you need to work for shorter periods of time and have more breaks. 
whatever it is that you need to do to look after yourself. We don't want to burn ourselves out from unpacking. As you're unpacking, you may need to even give the cupboards a wipe out. So think about having things there with you, the cleaning products that you may need to actually clean out the cupboard. Maybe even it's just those wipes that you can use if it's just looking like the surface is a little bit dusty. Maybe that someone has actually moved out a while ago and it got to vacate clean, but it just hasn't had anyone living in there. And then think about essential tools that you may need. So maybe definitely having your tape gun from the start to the end, having lots of masking tape, having a permanent marker so you can mark on the boxes, having masking tape is a great idea as well. So you can label any areas and it's just easy to rip off. Box cutter to cut up the boxes after or at least open the boxes. A tape measure so that you can measure anything and then a selection of your Allen keys and also maybe even a drill depending on the items that you're putting together or taking apart. As you're unpacking things, add them to a list as you go because you're not going to remember until later down the track. So maybe you realize that the oven light underneath is blown. So you're going to write that on your list. Or maybe you realize that the pantry is has enough room for the inside door that you could possibly put some sort of a spice rack. So you're going to put that on your list. Anything as you're unpacking that you realize, oh, we don't have a toilet brush put that on your list so that the next time you're at the shops, you're able to get these things all in one go. I hope by sharing these tips, you're feeling more prepared the next time you need to move house. And remember, always reach out if you need some help and you're in the local area, or you'd like me to walk you through some steps and actually work out an outline with you. I'd be happy to help. Thanks for listening to Simply Happy Conversations. Thank you so much for joining me for today's Simply Happy Conversation. If you enjoyed this episode, then I'd really appreciate it if you could leave a review. This helps others find it who are also looking for tips and organizational strategies to simplify their life and prioritize their health. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to subscribe so that you won't miss future episodes. You can also connect with me over at simplyhappy.com.au. I'd like to acknowledge the Wadharong people of the Kulin Nation on which this podcast is recorded as the traditional custodians of the land. I pay my respects to their elders, past, present and emerging.